Welcome to the Eye Test, a fantasy football podcast for those who are tired of hearing boring stats all the time. This is episode 22 and our week 14 DFS draft. Let's just jump right into it, but before we do, can you update us on the pl- crop of players and the current standings? Yeah, so Bob has taken a comfortable lead after another first place finish in week 13. He has a total of eight points. I came in second on week 13. So I got it one point, which put me at four. John already had four. He came in third this week. And so John and I are tied for either second or third, however you want to look at it, with four. Bob's in the lead at first. Please feel free to look back at our other TikTok videos to see our teams or look on the YouTube. But just real quick, Bob had a grand total of 101.8 in week 13. I came in second with 87.7. And John got 58.5. So there was a pretty diversified point total this week. It wasn't really close. Yeah. I had a lot of injuries. Not fair. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I had an injured player. I think John had an injured player. But Bob had Devontae Adams, which that was huge. That was literally the difference. Yeah, you had to have known you won after that game. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw Derek Carr only had, it was like 12 points, but it was because of the pick six, and that's minus six, of course. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It worked out, though. Yeah, it It all worked out. Paul, how about you go over the players that we have for week 14? All right, so after that review of the standings, I'm going to start with the players that carried over from last week. So at the quarterback position, we have Dak Prescott who was not picked last week. And he is joined by new additions, Deshaun Watson, Mike White, and Tyler Huntley. Wow. If you would have told me that our quarterback group would have been two backups and a rapist, allegedly, I wouldn't believe you. We know Paul's not picking Deshaun Watson. Absolutely not. So at the running back position, the four guys that carried over last week are Jeff Wilson, Zonovan Bam Bam Knight, A.J. Dillon, who is on a bye. And I wish John didn't write it in there because I was hoping somebody would have picked him. (laughs) But that's in there. And then Gus Edwards. And then our new additions are Isaiah Pacheco, Tony Jones. For those who don't know, he is a Seattle Seahawk. Because I didn't know that until 10 minutes before recording. (laughs) Jamal Williams, the touchdown machine. Devin single-digit Singletary. Tony Pollard. The giant killer himself, Boston Scott, and James Cook, little brother of Dalvin. At the tight end position, carrying over is Foster Moreau of the Oakland Raiders, Vegas Raiders. Sorry. And new additions. Wow. Ho. Travis Kelsey makes his debut. Mark Andrews makes his debut. And then Evan Ingram. It's nice because all year – since we've started these DFS drafts, we've been holding back on like the stud tight ends. And out of nowhere, me and Bobby just pick two stud tight ends without telling each other. <laughs> <laughs> but funny enough, both of them are actually coming off like pretty mediocre games for their standards. So maybe they oh, yeah. rebound or maybe they both continue being mediocre. So fun fact, the Ravens have not scored a touchdown in the first, second, or third quarter in three games. What? Yeah. Ew. I know. It's disgusting. I probably shouldn't have told you that because one of you idiots are going to take Mark Andrews as the first pick. 
But he's still actually a pretty solid play against Pittsburgh. He and Huntley have a good thing going. But anyway, I digress. Wide receiver position, we had three gentlemen carry over with us, and that is Elijah Moore, Traylon Burks, and Jacoby Myers. And our new additions are Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Christian Kirk, Amari Cooper, Garrett Wilson, Mike Evans, Michael Gallup, A.J. Brown, and Debo Samuel. What's a decent crop? A lot of Jets this week. Four yeah. Jets. Mike White, Zonovan Bam, Elijah Moore, Bam. and Garrett Wilson. Wow. Wow. So are we ready to do the draft order then? Yeah, yeah let's hit that draft order. Right we're, we're all itching on who gets Travis Kelsey. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to do it three times, and I haven't done it yet. So here's the first one. Here's the second one. Here's the third one. Paul, John, Bob. Uh, Is that the man. same order as last week? No, I had second last week. Okay, cool. I think I had first. No, I had last. I had last. All right, cool. So, Paul, did you have first last week? Yes, I believe yeah, so. And All he right. picked up. He picked Chubb, and Chubb did pretty much nothing. Yeah. He got me eight points. <laughs> All right, so Paul, John, and Bob. Paul, whenever you're ready, you can draft Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready, and so I'll take Travis Kelsey. Smart <laughs> smart move, Paul. You know, it was really between him and Boston Scott. The t- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Travis Kelsey joins your team, which takes I don't him think I need to work. explain that one. I'm wondering if I need to – I don't think I need to reach for Mark Andrews here, so I'm going to try and go after a running back or a wide receiver. I think it makes the most sense right now to go after A.J. Brown, but Tony Pollard – oh, Tony Pollard against the Texans. Yeah, let's go with Tony Pollard against the Texans. I think other Eagles are going to run the ball a lot against the Giants. I'll have an A.J. Brown cool-down game, and Tony Pollard against the Texans sounds pretty nice. I like that. That was a good pick, John. Is that you. because of our TikTok, John? Is that what? Oh, that no. Have any I, influence? I, I have him in a couple other leagues, and they're in one league. He's a beast, and he carried Nick's team to a victory over Matt's team last week. So That's true. I'm going to go with Tony Pollard. Very good. And he's untouchable. He is untouchable. And he's untouchable. All right. So that brings it to I. And I don't think there's much of a debate here i'm gonna go with the only guy that can match up with travis kelsey at the tight end position and mark andrews obvious pick here tyler huntley likes mark andrews especially since mark andrews is pretty much the only relevant pass catcher on the ravens so pretty easy pick for me here i know the steelers have been a little better recently but expect mark andrews to have a better game than he had last week Wow, it wasn't I had a feeling Mark Andrews would make it back to me in the second round, but Really? Who did you think that I would Well Mark go- Mark Andrews, we've been calling him a stud all year. He, I don't know if he's been like a stud stud. He's been majorly disappointing. Yeah. So I was just surprised that he went first round. I really Who did, who did you think cuz I have the wrap around obviously too. Yeah. Who did you think that I could have taken two players aside from him? I don't know if I want to say because I want him, but I think you could have gone with the wide receiver position and grabbed someone nice, which you're probably going to do now. So it uh, I don't matter. know. I, I thought you were going to double down on wide receiver is what I thought. No. 
That strategy has worked out for me, but I can't do it right now. Right now, honestly, it's between AJ Brown and Jamal Williams for me, believe it or not. Yeah, those are good picks. Those are? I'm really worried about the AJ Brown cooldown game because he's one of those guys, as great as he is, and as good as he's been this year in spurts for the Eagles, he has some duds on his season, a few actually. And it's very rare that a guy duplicates the type of game he had last week. Giants secondary isn't terrible. They don't give up a lot of points to the wide receiver position off the top of my head. And Minnesota... Their defense is a little sus. Defense is a little sus. And Jamal Williams does be getting those goal line carries. So I am going Jamal Williams. Wow. And you saw that DeAndre Swift questionable tag again, dude. It's like it never stopped showing up. (laughs) It's so annoying. Dude, dude. instead of putting like a C for captain on his jersey, they should just put a Q for questionable all the time. (laughs) That's good. So Jamal like- Williams, honestly, two picks I did not think Bobby was going to do happen. I was hoping Jamal Williams would fall to me. Yeah. But that's okay. I still got a couple people in mind. The wide receiver position is much deeper this week. Like, you could get some good value this week. So I'm not in a rush to pick receivers. Yeah. Yeah. So I am I am in a rush now that it's the second round and – He's still on the board. I'm going to get A.J. Brown here. He's the number five wide receiver this year, and he's definitely the number one look for Jalen Hurts. I'm hoping that this is more of like a reception game for A.J. Brown, like five catches for 100 yards or something like that. Is there such such a thing as a reception game for A.J. Brown? He doesn't have like double-digit receptions, but he like hangs out in the five or six range. Do you consider that a serious question? Do you consider that like a lot of receptions in a game? No, I don't. I would not call someone like a PPR. Paul, what's the word that we've been using for PPR hog? No, there's another word that we've been using. Like a target hog? PPR machine or target hog, yeah. Yeah, target hog, PPR machine. Like a PPR machine. I'd say... Yeah, I'd say you're like a PPR monster machine if you're like in the seven to eight range. Yes, agreed. AJ, like I said, very good receiver, but always concerns me if he doesn't get that big play. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to go deep to AJ Brown. He's definitely not a volume receiver. Mm -hmm. Paul, Mm. were you going to take AJ Brown if I didn't? I was. Yeah, I figured. I I, I knew he wasn't going to make it back to me, so. I figured I'd make him untouchable. Yeah, no, that was a good, that was a good pick, John. And now it gets a little interesting. I am leaning towards a receiver here as my. Now this is crucial because the person I draft here cannot be grabbed. Yep. But my next pick can be. Ooh, yeah, that's a yeah. It starts coming into play now, Paul. Big, big decision here for you. Big decision. So, right now, honestly, I'm torn between a couple guys that are all falling in the same tier, and it's Traylon Burks, Debo, Amari Cooper, and Christian Kirk. Like, I have no clue 
Who's going to have a better day? Christian Kirk, Tennessee's defense, I know they just got shit on by Philly, but they're usually like pretty good and don't allow more than 20 points to the opposing teams. Amari Cooper has a rapist throwing to him. Wow. Um, Debo, allegedly. Debo Samuel has been dookie cheeks, and they have Mr. Relvin in, who's actually pretty good. And then there's Traylon Burks, who's just sitting there staring me in the face. He is in concussion protocol. Joe Mixon was on concussion protocol and did not play. So I last thing I want to do is sink an untouchable pick with somebody who's not going to play. Well, so Paul, what? you got to make a decision. I know, dude. This is so tough. I have no idea what to do. You know what? Fuck it. Garrett Wilson in Buffalo. Wow. I like Garrett Wilson. I don't know if I would have. I definitely wouldn't have taken him second, but he's playing extremely well. He's. He very, I think he's getting more respect now as he's started to come back after the back Wilson bullshit. But he's still probably very. He's still somewhat underrated for what he is. He's going to be like a next year. I think he's going to be drafted easily as like a wide receiver too. Maybe not a high end wide receiver too, but for sure like a mid range wide receiver too. Yeah. All right. So I'll do him, and then oh, it's my turn again. So Garrett yeah, Wilson, untouchable now. Yeah. So Garrett Wilson and Travis Kelsey are locked for me. Everybody else is up for grabs. So what I'm going to do, I am, you know what, fuck it. Give me, give me Jeff Wilson. Is he hurt? No, he's practicing fully. Okay. Give me Jeffy. And you can't take it back after you say it. I know. I'm in a, I have a bad habit of like saying somebody and then. Like, oh, I didn't see this guy. Yeah. No, I'm fine with, I'm fine with Jeff Wilson, but I'm also like not going to lose any sleep if somebody takes him. Yeah. I feel like that's not a reason to draft a player, but... So, Jeff Wilson. So, I want Isaiah Pacheco right now because after he gets taken, running backs are pretty slim, and I feel like I could probably go another round with those wide receivers available, and I don't have to worry about any other tight ends. I'm probably going to end up getting Foster. But uh, the thing that sucks is Isaiah Pacheco is a huge target to get stolen. I think what I'm going to do is... I'm actually going to draft Dak Prescott against the Texans. Yeah. Really? I'm going to draft Dak Prescott against the Texans. They scored – the Cowboys scored like 54 points against the Colts, and Dak was still like barely a QB2, I think. I think he's had like 15 points. You're not worried about it just being basically a Zeke and Tony Pollard game? No, I'm not. You are. I think, I think it's going like, well, to be a CeeDee Lamb game. And, uh, and I, was, I think it's going to be total domination again. The Cowboys are cooking right now. They are. They are. So Dak uh, Prescott, you're going to be my quarterback. I, I feel bad he didn't get drafted last week, so I'm going to give him a chance to prove the doubters wrong. So, Bobby, you are up. It gets really tough here because – It's like, tough with the steal and everything because you don't want to pick someone that you know is going to probably get stolen. But at the same time, you got to draft your best team. Yeah. You can't play scared. Right. So, yeah, I'm not going to play scared. So, I'm playing to win. And I'm not picking fucking Mike White 
in the third round because no one's going to try and steal him or anything. Oh, I missed a couple guys on the bottom. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go. That's so stupid. I know he's going to get stolen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not going to go in. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. All right, fuck it. I'm taking Pacheco. All right. Against Denver, and John's like, all right, I'm going to steal. <laughs> okay. All right, so, enjoy it, Bob. Enjoy yeah, it. I have my RB2 who's going to get stolen next round, but at least I'll be able to pick after one of you inevitably steals him from me. So I guess that's a bright side, is exactly. that you don't, you don't have to wait on the wraparound, which is good. So we exactly. set, it up some, set it up somewhat fair. And I'm going to go... I'm gonna go Amari Cooper here. Damn it! I'm gonna go Amari really Cooper. So here. For me. I'm not gonna tell you why I'm going Amari Cooper because I feel like then it might convince you guys to take him from me or swap him, like Paul did last week. And the difference between Pickens and Keenan Allen last week was huge. Even with I gave you three points, give me four. <laughs> Keenan Allen had twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it was not fair. It ended up not being even at all. Yeah, and you guys were like, dude, what? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm up. I was going to steal Isaiah Pacheco, but if you didn't draft Amari Cooper, I think I would have taken Amari Cooper. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to steal Amari Cooper from Bob. Okay. So Amari Cooper is now on my team which fills out my wide receiver slots. I have A.J. Brown and Amari Cooper. And Bob gets to pick now that he does not have Amari Cooper anymore. Bob, the pick is yours. Pick is mine. And Bob, while you're thinking, I'm curious on why you didn't want to share a stat on Amari Cooper now that he's now that untouchable. He's... Now that he's stolen, yeah, obviously it doesn't matter now. But Joe Burrow has never beaten the Browns in his career. Wow, and he's beaten Kansas City three times. Yeah. Joe Burrow's never beaten the Browns. That's crazy. That was what I led think me. that changes this week. So are you saying hammer the Browns <laughs> this week? I'm saying that I think Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper will probably link up a little bit more this week. Yeah. Okay, so it's back to me now. I'm going to go with Christian Kirk. Nice. Very good pick. I was eyeing him up. Yep. I think, I don't know. The status of T-Law, I know he's like day-to-day and stuff like that, but I don't even know who the Jags' backup is. But Tennessee's pass defense, as we saw last week, is very shitty. So I feel good about Christian Kirk having a solid wide receiver, or I guess in this case, yeah, solid wide receiver week. So that moves to Paul then. Paul, what are you going to do? Are you going to steal... What Paul? What are you gonna do, bro? <laughs> no, I kind of want. I don't think Paul's gonna do it. I kind of want to take Pacheco, but yeah, I just think it's funny that I said you can't hold on to all your power ups, and everybody had a huge cow over that. But I digress. <laughs> no, this this is actually really tough for me. I really, I'm not sure what to do here everybody that i'm eyeing up is being taken which is can we agree is like the worst feeling in a real draft when you have like four players queued oh, and you are dude, the fifth just... pick and those four <laughs> guys just boom 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 your shit what do i do 
Yeah, and then the time's clicking down because we have the fastest draft clock ever. I know, dude. It's crazy. It's so not I really, I really like Traylon Burks here. The only thing that's holding me back is the concussion. He's shown a lot of talent on display, which is why I do really like him. But I'm going to go with, for literally no reason, <laughs> Mike Evans. Wow. Oh. That's he has been getting. I feel like he gets his first target in the third quarter every single game. So here's the thing about Mike Evans: the San Francisco 49ers are actually giving up the tenth most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers, and Mike Evans has not scored a touchdown since God week four. Oh, dude, yeah, he has just been. Yeah. A- Ever since Godwin came back, Godwin's been eating all the targets. Yeah, so I think Evans is like, listen, Tom, I know you're going through a divorce and all, but I would really like to score. He a has touchdown. a girlfriend now. He doesn't. He's hot as hell. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a baddie. God, good for him, man. I don't know. Literally, no statistical backing to that. I just think Mike Evans is going to score a touchdown this week. It's the oh, name. Man. It's the name recognition getting you. That's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So I have Travis Kelsey, Garrett Wilson, Jeff Wilson, and Mike Evans. Johnny's got Tony Pollard, A.J. Brown, Dak Prescott, and a stolen Amari Cooper. And then Bob has Mark Andrews, Jamal Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, and Christian Kirk. And then who's left on the board is we have Deshaun Watson, Mike White, Tyler Huntley, Running backs, we have Tony Jones, Devin Singletary, Boston Scott, James Cook, Zonovan Knight, and Gus Edwards. Tight ends, we have Evan Ingram and Foster Moreau. Wide receivers, we have Hollywood Brown, Michael Gallup, Debo Samuel, Elijah Moore, Traylon Burks, and Jacoby Myers. Still some high-quality wide receivers on the board right now. There are. There are. And are you going to take one of them? Yeah, I'm going to take Hollywood. Wow, your arch nemesis. Dude, that's the thing is you bet with your head, not with your heart. And even though I'm not a big fan of Hollywood, he did handle his exit from Baltimore, I'd say, a little more professionally than a lot of receivers would, where he did keep it in-house. He kept his discretions with the GM, and they handled it pretty well. Hollywood was a good guy on that. And he did come back from injury two weeks ago, and then they had their bye. Now, I'm assuming he's full health. It is New England, which scares the shit out of me. But, and the Cardinals are just a disaster. But why not? All right. So, I'm up now. I really wanted Isaiah Pacheco, and I want him on my team, but I'm not ready to swap any of my players right now. Oh, John, you best believe any running back that you fucking pick, you're not getting three points for Isaiah Pacheco. So, Paul, I'm just prefacing it already. Any one of you that's like three points, like, no, absolutely not. I mean, hey, it's up to the moderator, and I, I think the moderator has to be fair. I will be fair. I will can't be fair. Be, there can't be any uh, grievances brought into today's discussion from it's last week. It's funny that you guys just take players from me, though. No one wants your guys' picks. It's a good point. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at my team. And I'm like, yeah, actually, Bob, I don't blame you. 
So I, uh, I think I'm going to hold off on the running back right now because I don't really care what running back I get. I feel like I need to take advantage of these wide receivers that are still on the board. But I do think the Cowboys are going to go off against the Texans. I think drafting Michael Gallup here is a little too risky considering he's like the second look. And honestly, they're probably going to run the ball first before they pass to Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is a touchdown guy. So to really bank that they're going to be throwing to Michael Gallup, granted he could be open, but I think Debo Samuel right now is the pick that I really like. The bad news is that he has a backup quarterback throwing him the ball. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Traylon Burks. I hope, John, if he plays, that's a really good pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had a concussion. He didn't practice today either. He didn't practice today, and Joe Mixon and somebody else were in similar situations and did not suit up the next week. Oh, man. Yeah, Traylon Burks is a little risky. That's the only reason I avoided him. Didn't want to have that zero in my lineup. Yep, which I've been prone to do as of late. You and I both. Bob, do you want Traylon Burks? (laughs) No, John, I don't want Traylon Burks. John will give you five points in Traylon Burks. No, for a I know what John's trying to do. John's trying to get me to pick the guy that actually he wants so he could just take him from me. No, dude. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play little, that game. John's a little snake. I wouldn't play that game. These rules need to be fucking edited. They definitely need to be re- refined. We're yeah. fine, dude. The same shit happened last week. It was only once, though. You're just salty about Keenan. You literally won, and you're salty about I know, dude. (laughs) So, Bob, who are you in between? Don't worry about it, John. You're just going to take him anyway. Oh, no, that's okay. We just have 100 listeners that are probably wondering the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who I'm in think I actually care who you're thinking about. I'm going to go with a little dark horse here. I'm going to go with my fucking boy, Zonovan Knight. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going with him. Okay. Aside from the fact that he's put up double-digit fantasy points in the past two weeks of his Jets lead back. Although Michael Carter is expected to come back this week and be healthy, the Jets have already said that Zonovan Knight's role isn't in jeopardy or anything like that. I think he's shown more than Michael Carter has. And... The Bills, last time they played the Jets, they got gashed against the run. So I'm expecting, I don't know if I expect the Jets to win again. Probably not because it's in Buffalo. But I expect Zonovan Knight to have a flex-worthy game this week. Nice, dude. All right, so you uh, got the sixth pick. We're on the wraparound here. So who do I got? I got Mark Andrews, Jamal Williams, Pacheco. I'm taking the stack again this week. I'm going Tyler Huntley. Oh, wow, with Mark Andrews. Very nice. A rushing quarterback. It comes into play for DFS for sure. He had a rushing touchdown last week with like 60 rushing yards. Pittsburgh has given up a decent amount of points to the quarterback position this year. And even though Tyler Huntley's a backup, he's shown good rapport with Andrews. So I think he could have a solid game this week, especially after taking most of the reps as well. Nice, Bob. So Tyler Huntley joins your team in the sixth round. Yeah, don't get too comfortable with Huntley, Bob. That's fine. 
Just stacking the good players so you guys can end up – you can only take so many players. <laughs> Very true. So, again, I just don't have my running back slots filled up here. And quite honestly, my options are dwindling. But I think what I need to do is focus on scoring the most points possible. And in order to do that, I think it would make sense – considering this is a PPR league, to swap, mm-hmm. use okay. my flea flicker power-up against okay. Paul. Wow. Traylon Burks for Marquise Brown. Dude, you're going to give me injured boy? Going to give you injured boy, Paul, and I'm willing to give you some points too. Well, I would sure hope so because that's all I'm going to get from him. Hold on. We got to see if it's fair. Let's see. Let's see what the moderator thinks. So if it's anything less than eight, I was thinking six. I think that's way too much. You think that's way too much? Traylon Burks could lay an egg. That's not my problem. This is moderator talking. Oh, my God. John fucked you last week, Bobby, not me. I think six, you're spotting six points to – I don't know how Marquise Brown has been. Can you guys give me a quick – He got like ten points on his first game back. Okay. And Traylon Burks, what's the latest news? Uh, he missed practice. Why he's in you... concussion protocol, so he's going to be out. He's not going to practice this week. All right, how about this? Let's make a contingency here. If Traylon Burks doesn't play, I'll give you eight points. And if he does play, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you six. Okay. If he does play, I think Traylon Burks, if he does play, is just as good as Marquise Brown. So I think you're giving him too many points. Okay. But John literally offered it. Yeah, that is it true. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's a moderator. What? Yep. I feel like... Oh, okay. Okay. So, five? The government doesn't come in and be like, hey, store, I know you're selling this item for $12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, Bob, I think you should We either... perceive the value at this. Sell it for I, this. I, it's called communism. I do think that the moderator should only deny it if... The points are not enough. I agree. That John, that is very makes sense. Makes sense. All right, fine. You guys, very fair you. of you. This is All your right. guys' podcast. So Traylon Burks for Hollywood. You're really spotting him six points if he plays. That is fucking insane. You guys, oh my god, I might be a little crazy for doing that, dude. This is why you don't win. Yeah, no, you're. You could be right. You could, be John. Right. If I didn't say I won't accept anything less than eight. Were you like, oh, I got to go to six? No, I was planning on six before you said that. Okay. That's literally, oh my God. I'll be honest, I'm banking on Traylon Burks not playing. <laughs> he so, might not play, eight. but if he does play. So now it's, whose pick is it now? It's actually Paul's turn. Okay. Yeah, because I used my, oh wait, no, 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 it's my turn. Didn't you just swap? Yeah, that was for my sixth pick, though. So I, I never filled in my sixth round yet. Well, should you be able to pick right after you decided to grab a player that you wanted? It was a fair trade. It was a fair trade by your standards. Apparently, the mediator doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So Paul, then me, then Paul? I feel like that's the most fair because you're basically getting two picks in a row, John, when you're in second. 
when you yeah you're the you don't get the wraparound. It's just, I Marquise Brown and Traylon Burks they're equals right now because of the trade. So okay. I didn't gain anyone on my team. You didn't gain any. You did. How I gave up six or eight points. It's two. You're using two things in a row. All right, fine. Paul, then me, then Paul, then me, then Bob. Yeah. All okay. Right, <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. Well, here, Bob, I'll actually leave this up to you because I'm going to swap one of these guys for Tyler Huntley. Okay. So would you prefer Deshaun or your boy, Mike White? You can't do that because you have to make a pick and then. Right. I'll pick who you want. No. Why are you helping Bob out? Yeah. Bob, Bob's literally the leader. We should be taking him down. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you guys were the fucking I fucking knew it. <laughs> All right. I'll grab Deshaun Watson. Wow. First, Paul grabs Njoku last week, and now he grabs Deshaun Watson. Paul, are your are the views on Deshaun Watson changing at all? No, I'm literally about to give him to Bob, and then Bob can try and sleep soundly with 54 civil court cases on his fantasy line. <laughs> I'll sleep I'll sleep fine if he wins me this week. All right. So then I'm up for the sixth round. And I'll go ahead and uh, I gotta grab a running back. So Gus Edwards is an immediate no. I wish AJ Dillon was available. James Cook and Boston Scott, they are calling my name. They are absolutely calling my name. Boston Scott, the giant killer. He will score a touchdown. However, he was scoring touch. He was labeled the giant killer when he was like the RB2. Like it was like Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and like Corey Clement. Corey Clement. Yeah. But now Boston Scott is not seeing that many looks. Kenny Gainwell has really taken his job. So I'm going to go ahead and take James Cook against the Jets. Okay. You like Cook more than Singletary. Or are Quite you just- honestly, didn't see him on the board. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but hey, pass catching, PPR. We talked about it in our podcast episode this week for What's in the Flex. And James Cook has arguably higher upside than David Singletary does. So now we're back to Paul. Now we are back to Paul. Paul, what are you going to do, bro? (laughs) I'm going to swap Deshaun Watson for Tyler Huntley. Oh, wow. Quarterback for quarterback. Okay. And I am going to see just how much faith you have in our Deshaun Watson. I think four points is fair. I'll take four. I'll allow it. Oh, thanks, John. Thanks, John. (laughs) As the moderator, I get the final say. Yeah, I didn't get the final say, though. (laughs) You said it's not enough. Yeah, exactly. It's too much. No, you said it's too much. It's too much if he plays. Yeah, fair. All right, let's let Bobby change that. No, it's fine, dude. (laughs) I, I get it. You guys are playing checkers. I'm just sitting in the corner playing chess by myself. So we're at the beginning of the seventh round, Paul. How about before the last round you go over who's left? All right, who's left? So Mike White is not going to be grabbed. We all have quarterbacks. He will carry over to next week. 
Tony Jones, depending on Ken Walker's status and the rest of that Seahawk backfield, he might never be picked, but he's still there now. Along with Devin Singletary, Boston Scott, A.J. Dillon is on a bye, so we will see him next week. And then Gus Edwards is still available. Tight end, John is left to choose between Evan Ingram and Foster Moreau, the latter in which will move on to next week. And then at wide receiver, we have Michael Gallup, Debo Samuel, and Elijah Moore. Oh, and Jacoby Myers has been a frequent flyer in the green zone here last couple of weeks. We might have to look up when his expiration date is. I cannot believe Debo Samuel is going to be the last pick in the draft. Dude, he's honestly been buns this year. He got 12 points last week. He's okay. He's been okay. Yeah, oh my, I God. oh my God. I've been looking up stats in my half PPR league. That's okay. You got Mike Evans. Mike Evans' PPR points to half PPR can't be that. He gets three receptions a game, so that's nothing. Garrett Wilson is fine. That's whether that's that's better for PPR. You're fine, dude. It doesn't All matter. Right. So it's me now, right? Yes. All right. We just talked about him, and he's still on the board. No, it's actually Paul's turn. Because we swapped. All right, this is easy. I'm going to steal Pacheco. Wow, that's rough because now Bob is forced to. Bob, you're allowed to move Zonovan Knight into your running back slot and throw someone into your flex. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bob. I mean, I'm not surprised. You guys just reap off my success. It's okay. In the seventh pick. That's like know. part I feel of the like game Paul, is like. The whole game but, is just like picking shitty players so no one wants your picks. Like You have to grab guys who you're comfortable with having, but then also comfortable with stealing or swapping. Like There, need, there needs to be some type of, like this is fun, but there needs to be some type of. Which uh, is why I said if you're going to do a balances. steal, if you're going to do a steal or a swap, it should be. For that round or the previous, it shouldn't be like four rounds later like this. We may have to go back to Paul's fucking thing. <laughs> Dude, that's what I've been saying from the beginning. I digress. We digress. Is it my pick now? Yeah, it is your pick. Do you want to move Zonovan Knight up to your running back slot? Yeah, that goes without saying, I feel like. So I get two picks now pretty much, right? No, you get one. Yeah, you get one and then John and then back to you. And then Bob, yeah. Okay, so Zonovan Knight's now in my running back slot because Isaiah Pacheco unceremoniously has been stolen from me once again, getting quality players taken from me. But it's fine. We push through. So now that none of you guys have the ability to take anyone from my team anymore because you can't draft your own quality players, (laughs) I will draft Debo Samuel. Nice. All right, so he will go into your second wide receiver slot. And then it is my pick, and I have to get a tight end. I will end up getting Evan Ingram over Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau is going to go a second week without getting drafted. He may have to be chalked next week. I don't know, dude. Foster Moreau, I was on the fence of drafting over Evan Ingram, but it seems like Evan Ingram just has a higher ceiling. And uh, am I crazy to say that? The Jaguars have a better quarterback than the Raiders right now. That's not crazy. 
I don't think so either, my friend. I think fantasy-wise, I definitely agree with you. Yes, fantasy-wise. Thank you. That's a good catch. All right, so Bob, you have the final pick. Are you going to go with Michael Gallup here? I'm concerned that the Texans are actually pretty good against wide receivers from a fantasy perspective. It's where it's against the run where they get absolutely gashed. And Gallup, his first good game was last week. I don't feel great about him. I think I'm actually going to go a guy that's been sitting on the board for a couple weeks now. No way. You're going to yep. do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. He's been sitting on the board for a couple weeks now, and although the Patriots' offense is very mediocre, like it or not, Kobe Myers is the wide receiver one on that team, and he hasn't been terrible this year. So maybe not a lot of upside, but a safe-ish floor. So I'm going Jacoby Myers. Really nice. That's really good. So that does it for our Week 14 draft. We had two, four, five players that were carried over, drafted this week. That would be Dak Prescott, Jeff Wilson, Bam Bam Knight, Traylon Burks, and Jacoby Myers. So we have quite the pool to fill in two weeks. And let's go over our teams now. Paul with Tyler Huntley, Isaiah Pacheco, a stolen Isaiah Pacheco, Jeff Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Traylon Burks. So Paul, you had a steal done to you, and you, you have done a steal to someone else. Which power-up do you think affected your team the most in a good way? I think so. It's tough to say because if Traylon Burks plays, and Traylon Burks plays, then I get him his regular points plus six points. That's huge. But the very I'm almost positive he's not going to play. We have seen multiple players with the same concussion protocol not play the next week. So I'm looking at just eight points, which, you know, isn't ideal, but that's not why you play the game. You don't play the game for your guys to get eight points. So I think Pacheco was definitely the bigger move of the takeaways. I loved Pacheco, but as to Bob's point, I was afraid to draft him because I know he would be a prime steal or a prime takeaway, which would have then locked him into somebody else's team. So I think Pacheco, I know Denver's defense is pretty stout, but the Chiefs are just so much better. And the Chiefs heard the offseason talk the entire time about Russell Wilson and the Broncos winning the division and this and that. So I think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think the game's going to be close at all. I think Pacheco's going to get a lot of the carries, a lot of the touches, maybe even get a touchdown for me. So you feel like the Pacheco steal impacted your team better than the swap of Traylon Burks for Marquise Brown? Yes, but only if Burks plays, and I think Burks scores more points than Pacheco with that additional six points. Okay, very good. And Bob's team is looking like Deshaun Watson, Bam Bam Knight, Jamal Williams, Christian Kirk, Debo Samuel, Mark Andrews, and Jacoby Myers, a surprise flex play. Bob, two weeks in a row not using a power-up. What is going on? So I'm going to let – actually, I don't want to let you guys in on – I was thinking about it, and there's actually a bright side to not using power-ups and letting you guys use them all on me. There is a little bit of a bright side, even though I do lose players that I pick first. Interesting. There is a bright side to it that I – it's a little bit of a rationale in my head because I'm losing players that I'd rather have over other players. But there is a bright side to it, and I'm not going to say what it is. But huh. 
aside from that, I feel given the circumstances getting two players taken from me, I feel pretty good about my team. Mark Andrews and Jamal Williams are were my untouchables. I feel really good about them. Getting Debo that late is, although he hasn't been the Debo of last year, still been consistent in the Niners offense. Christian Kirk, solid. Zonovan Knight, my dark horse of the week. I get Deshaun Watson with a plus four points. And as I said, the Brown, Joe Burrow is 0-4 career against the Browns. I think Deshaun Watson will have a better game this week. And Jacoby Myers, a little little sleeper pick at the end. So I think given the circumstances, I feel really good about my plays. And But the power-up thing, like, for me, it just doesn't really work. Like, I... I can't like not pick the best players on the board, hoping that you guys pick the guys that I want. Now I'm like, Oh, I want that guy. I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. I think that says a lot about Bob's faith in us drafting a good team, John. I think he's got zero faith that we draft (laughs) good players. Right. Right. I agree. But John, looking at your team, you went with the Tony Pollard, AJ Brown as your untouchables. And then throughout the rest of your draft, was there anybody on your team that wasn't stolen or wasn't had a power-up use that you were in fear of losing? No, because it would be Dak Prescott, James Cook, and Evan Ingram. Oh, I thought you drafted Mari Cooper. I apologize. No, that's okay. Then let's switch the question. Okay. Your two power-ups, who are you feeling better about? Amari Cooper versus Marquise Brown? Yes. Amari Cooper, for sure. I think I think that they're going to connect. They've had Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper have had a whole extra week of practice, whole extra week of reps, and Amari Cooper is going to have a bounce back game because I believe he had eight PPR points last week. I don't think that's a season low, but it's definitely ranked in one of the top three, top five maybe. So Amari Cooper's due for at least a touchdown and some yards. Going back to your other question, I was fearful a little bit that Dak Prescott will get stolen because I think he is probably the best quarterback on the board this week. But if I would have just gotten Deshaun Watson instead. So I think Deshaun Watson could also be the best quarterback on the board this week. I'm going to die on this hill. I think that Watson, dude, these Bengals, I was, I'm a man. I'll admit when I'm wrong. I know a couple of weeks ago, I was pretty critical on Zach Taylor's play calling. I was pretty critical on the Bengals as an organization, but that team is playing overall really good football. And I think they're just going to handle Deshaun Watson. Like, I don't think I don't like any Browns players this week or really moving forward unless I see something crazy. But that's I mean, just me. Joe Burrow's 0-4 against them. And it's great. I know, and that all changes. Yeah, I do think the Bengals will win this week. I also think that the Browns will be down, so they're going to have to pass. So I really like the Amari Cooper. They've been saying for two years – I guess it's got to happen at some point, though. But I do actually think that you were talking about Dak, John. The thing that scares me with Dak is that it's just going to be a Zeke and Pollard game. I actually think Tyler Huntley has the chance to be the best quarterback of this group this week. I am looking – I am definitely looking for a Deshaun Watson bounce-back game. Divisional game as well. So anytime you make predictions on a divisional game, it – there's a good chance it's going to go the opposite because they're divisional games. Wow, another week of divisional games. It really gets like that towards the end of the season. I love it. 
Yeah. Uh, every, every quarterback besides the Cowboys have a divisional matchup. Oh, yeah. Wow. Shit. So oh, Devin sorry. Singletary goes undrafted. That's a little crazy. That's probably my bad, but we'll see. I think, dude, I think James Cook overtakes that backfield. I think. We'll see. It's only been I, one week. I he, wasn't touching Singletary, and I know, John, you mentioned that you like didn't see him, but I still liked Cook over yeah. Singletary this week. I think the Bills' backfield is just so – difficult to predict Singletary definitely isn't going anywhere and I don't I think it'll be a split if anything and I'd be shocked if James Cook starts to actually get like the goal line carries and the red zone touches that would surprise me if he does then I would be ready to say that James Cook has overtaken the backfield but until I see him start to get like the red zone looks and goal line carries and stuff like that then I'm not ready to say it yet. Devin Singletary, I think, is still safe for now. But we'll see. They're going up against a tough Jets defense this week. That's true. All right, boys. That was a good draft. It's fun. Fun. All right. So we will not actually be recording next week. John's going on vacation again. John loves his vacations. That's awesome, though. Hope you have a great time. Thank you. And... But me and Paul will be on TikTok doing our usual thing. So look yeah, out for those. No recording again next week. Be ready for us on our What's in the Flex coming out on Friday. Thanks, as always, for listening. We are The Eye Test, a fantasy football podcast on Apple and Spotify. We are on TikTok, The Eye Test Pod 1. We're on YouTube and Instagram also. So check us out on those platforms because we post on all your lovely social media apps. As always, thanks again for listening. Peace.